Wedgwood Christian Services is a place where hope and healing meet. As you navigate life's challenges, know that you are not alone. Hi, I'm Hilary Kirkendall, Marketing and Communications Coordinator for Wedgwood Christian Services. And these are the stories of real people who work at, learn from, and grow through the nationally accredited, faith-based nonprofit. These are Wedgwood's Coffee Break Conversations. Gina Raderink has been a part of Team Wedgwood for over 20 years. In that time, she has seen the needs of our community change. In today's Coffee Break Conversation, Gina and I talk about one thing that hasn't changed, her dedication to Wedgwood's mission in providing excellent care to children, teens, families, and adults. Uh, thank you for joining us today. Can you tell us your name and your role here at Wedgwood? My name is Gina Raderink, and my role is Contract Administrator. So how long have you been a part of Team Wedgwood? Oh boy, I've been a part of Wedgwood for quite a while, um, over 20 years. I actually started as a social work intern and went back when I was doing my undergraduate work, and I have been here ever since. Wow. Um, so you've had a few different roles over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, so where did you go from intern? Yep, so I started as an intern, and then I was hired in as a direct care staff um, back when we had a campus out at the Wyoming um, location. And I had, um, from there, I took a job as an activity therapist, did that for almost 10 years, and then moved into quality assurance um, after that. Wonderful. So can you explain your role a little bit? What does a contract administrator do? Sounds like a lot of paperwork. (laughs) Sometimes it is. (laughs) Uh, So contract administrator, I'm part of our quality assurance team. So everything we do is through the lens of providing excellence to the clients that we serve. Um, What my role is, is really looking at um, from the beginning of a contract, we have a lot of different community partners um, that fund the work that goes on here. So we have um, times where we end up like noticing a gap in the community of services. We might start a new service um, and I would talk with the program leaders to find out their input, figure out what needs to happen, um, and work to build a contract. Um, Sometimes we have existing contracts that change, Mm -hmm. so I also work with whatever service area and their program leaders to make sure that they have a great understanding of what is needed from the contract, what they're looking for with our clients, and um, just working to make sure that we're doing the job that we've committed to do. So what is your favorite part of your job? I think the favorite part of my job is just getting to work with so many people throughout all of Wedgwood and seeing like all the services. So really my work touches everything that Wedgwood does. Mm -hmm. And I'm part of the quality assurance team. So also really getting to focus on improving quality of care for our clients and improving outcomes of what we do. Uh, So whatever it is, I just get to work with a lot of people and I get to make sure that our clients get the best care. And you really live into the value of excellence at Wedgwood. Mm -hmm. It's great. How does your experience in different roles at Wedgwood help you in the work that you do now? Uh, I've had so many um, ways that Wedgwood has kind of helped me grow personally and professionally. So I've, I've worked with so many people that have really generously given of themselves and poured into me. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's made a huge difference from the time that I was, and just being a direct care staff, 
Um, I know what it's like to work with the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have some firsthand knowledge of some of the uh, services that we provide. And also just all the people that have poured into me. I've worked in a variety of different places in the organization. That, and that helps me connect to the contracts. It's not just paper to me. Mm-hmm. It's not just the requirements. I see the people behind that. And I yeah. know that like just the values that we're trying to get out there in the way that we're trying to help. Mm-hmm. I love that. You see the people, not just the paperwork. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do you describe Wedgwood to others? I think Wedgwood is the place where people can have others walk alongside of them, whatever they're experiencing, whether it's counseling services that they need, substance use disorder, family systems, different traumas that people are dealing with, or if you need residential care, substance use, All of those um, services, you have professionals that are qualified to walk alongside of you in your journey and help you um, just improve and stabilize in what you're dealing with. That's great. And do you describe Wedgwood differently to the contract sources, or does it still kind of fall along those same lines of how you've just described Wedgwood? Yeah, it's a lot more detailed than contract, (laughs) and it's really specific to the service. So, um, yeah, I mean, we have partners that are... You know, we really they really care about the kids and their outcomes, and mm-hmm. so a lot of times it's looking um, deeper at what evidence based practices Wedgwood can provide, um, what they can expect the outcomes and treatment to be. Um, so it can get a lot more detailed, mm-hmm. um, but it's the same goals in mind. So since you've been with Wedgwood and been involved with Wedgwood services for so long, how have you seen the needs of those we serve change over those years? Yeah, I think um, definitely the needs have changed. Um, the kids that we used to see in residential when I started wouldn't enter care today. I think that we've, Wedgwood's expanded a lot of our community services to help meet kids' needs in the community whenever possible. Mm-hmm. And um, residential is much more of an intervention at a level of care when someone's in crisis and trying to get them stabilized and um, you know, back to a community and a family setting as soon as possible. Um, there's, I think that the, just the mental health needs have increased a lot. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot more kids that are, have a lot of psychiatric needs that we didn't have. There are some, but not to the level that we see today. Mm-hmm. So Wedgwood's kind of expanded services to reach kind of a before we get to a crisis, mm-hmm. but then we're available when things get really intense. Yeah, yeah, I think Wedgwood just has expanded our services to to meet those needs on whatever continuum or level of care that a client might need and to help with the whole family. Mm -hmm. I think there's so much um, that we do that doesn't just impact the kids, Mm -hmm. uh, but if a kid needs, um, you know, care, oftentimes the family also needs some support. So Mm -hmm. there might be some substance use um, pieces going on with a family member or they might there might be a trauma that the family needs to work through together or you know we have wraparound services so we can do some things in the home or um, just so many different ways that Wedgwood can be involved with the whole family system to um, just make sure that the best outcomes are there for the, the kids and the family. Yeah yeah that's so important. Um, so what are some of the trends that you're seeing with funding sources, service providers, and the needs of our community? We've had some recent conversations where since COVID, mental health needs, especially suicide Mm -hmm. and suicide attempts have gone up significantly. Even our hospitals, like our children's hospitals, are saying that they are 
you know, having so many kids with mental health needs that are in the, taking up those emergency room beds because there's just nowhere else for those kids to get care or it's gotten to such a high level that they need um, some emergency care. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had, you know, just substance abuse as well. You're seeing the mm-hmm. same type of thing. Our DDCI, which is our developmentally um, delayed or cognitively impaired clients are also sometimes sadly ending up in emergency care if they're not able to get, you know, interventions earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that there's, there is a crisis right now. I mean, everybody's aware of the substance use and the opioid use disorders. That's something that we weren't dealing with at this level mm-hmm. um, a, lo- a while ago. But now, um, you know, we're seeing that as well. And I think that there's an increased um, focus from our funding sources as well about wanting to see client outcomes improve and wanting to see clients treated at the you know lowest level of care that's possible, trying to keep them in the community mm-hmm. as long as possible or getting them back to the community. So Wedgwood's expanded our aftercare services for clients. So we're able to, clients that need a residential level of care, we're doing more to do aftercare to make sure that when they are back in the community that they have the supports that they need to be successful and that there's a good plan for them when they are transitioning back to community setting. And I'm glad to hear that funding sources are seeing that this is important mm-hmm. and it's critical to the community as a whole that everyone has the supports and access to care that they need. Yeah. Um, what are some of the challenges we are seeing because of some of these trends with the you know, mental health and substance use crisis and sometimes even lack of placements? Yeah, I think the challenge it presents is it really um, is creating some conversations with us as providers to say, obviously, none of us want to see someone ending up in the hospital where they're really just kind of housed or managed, um, but not getting treatment. So I think the challenge is to look at, you know, how can we intervene sooner? How can we identify Mm -hmm. what's going on in that person's life so that they can get care earlier? Mm -hmm. Um, And then working with... um, with our partners to say, you know, where can Wedgwood be involved? Where do we need to grow? Where do we need to change services? How can we be creative and see what's needed? Mm-hmm. So it's a collaborative effort from a lot of different organizations within the community to make the community better. Mm-hmm. What do you find encouraging about these trends? Well, I think whenever you see great need, there's opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, and Wedgwood's been doing this for a really long time. Yeah. And so we have a lot of experience, and I think I've worked alongside of a lot of these people and a lot of our program leaders for a really long time, and I have a lot of confidence in them, and they have creative, great ideas. And so um, it's exciting to me to just be able to say, you know, what does that mean for Wedgwood, and how can we walk alongside more people? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'd love for our services to go away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that there would just be no need. Um, mm-hmm. I think we would all be really happy to see that happen. Uh, but knowing the growing needs that are out there, um, it's just exciting to know that we have so many um, great leaders um, in our organization that are ready for that challenge and that want to help solve that problem and want to be walking alongside those people to make sure that they are cared for well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that there's options for people. Yeah. In your role and in the work that you do, how do you see faith in Wedgwood's Christian values making an impact? Yeah, I think um, we're all broken, right? It's just part of the human condition. So I think that knowing how Christ has come alongside me in my own brokenness and made 
such a difference in hope and healing. Um, I just want to be a part of what Wedgwood's doing to extend that to other people mm -hmm. and to really see, uh, be the hands and feet of Christ mm -hmm. um, to meet them where they're at. Yeah, and you get to advocate so other people have that chance. Yeah. Um, what keeps you passionate about Wedgwood's mission after all these years and all these different roles that mm -hmm. you've had? I think what keeps me passionate is just um, knowing the clients and the needs that's out there and just wanting to, to get better at what we're doing, just continuing to look for ways to improve um, and, and learn, mm -hmm. um, continue to grow as an agency. Um, there's so many evidence-based practices and things out there that I hear from our clinical staff that they're excited about. and think that they can really make a difference. We're just always learning and growing more in the human service field about what helps and what works. Mm -hmm. And so being able to utilize that and see it make a real difference in the lives of people um, that come through our doors is really what drives my passion. And what is something that you think would surprise people to know about Wedgwood? I think that sometimes Wedgwood think or people think of Wedgwood as just being like a residential treatment provider, mm -hmm. and I think that we've expanded so much to be so much. That's um, still a big part of what we do and who we are, mm -hmm. but I think that people might be surprised that at how much we're able to help the whole family system. Mm -hmm. I think they'd be surprised to know just you know that we have. We can do medication-assisted treatment for those that are dealing with opioid use or, um, you know, we're, there, there's ways that we can come in the home to support mm -hmm. families. There's outpatient services that we do. So I think people would be surprised to see all the different services, autism services mm -hmm. um, in the community. Just there's so much that Wedgwood does that's able to help and support the families of West Michigan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we do. We have, it's like 30 programs or something. Yeah. Uh, which is incredible. It is. So what brings you joy in your work and in your personal life? Yeah, I think that what brings me joy is I love just problem solving. Mm -hmm. I love trying to remove whatever barriers are there to be able to see services happen well. Um, and I think personally, I love just um, connecting with God through nature and my family. And um, I think that passion I bring back into my work too because I know um, how much family means to me and if we can improve people's families and their systems and, and have more support that mm -hmm. that's exciting too yeah well, that's beautiful I love that you can tie the two together and it kind of drives you well thank you so much for talking with us today yeah, and for all that you do with Wedgwood we appreciate how you advocate and uh, do what you can to support families in our community thank you Gina's passion for working to remove barriers and doing what she can to make sure services are available to children and families in West Michigan is so inspiring. You can learn more about how Wedgwood is meeting the needs of our community and how you can be a part of transforming lives on our website. Curious about our services? Visit us at wedgwood.org, W-E-D-G-W-O-O-D, and find us on our social media at Wedgwood CS. Or shoot us an email at hello at Wedgwood.org. We would love to be a part of your story. Until next time, these are Wedgwood's Coffee Break Conversations.